First of all, they played every song that I wanted to hear, that I thought would think I would wanted to hear. You know what I mean? And then pulled out some surprise ones. And but the the way they were so tight, it right. was like it, they sounded like the record. And okay. I, but I was watching them perform it. It was amazing. How long have you so kind of had a love for the movement? Uh, I've I've liked them. I've loved them for quite some time. But, okay. uh, I'd say probably five or six years. Yeah. Never seen them live. Never had the opportunity. And it just so happened, uh, somebody had a free ticket. I got the ticket, <laughs> which made it even better. Tell me, when you get a free ticket to a show that you've like wanted to see for a long time, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. That's good stuff. Yeah, it was, it floored me, and it was, and then I got to meet everybody. Really? Yeah, I got to talk to everybody after. Where was the? It was where, that last exit? Oh yeah, so last exit is a very intimate space too, which, where right. you can like right. But that was another trip out because yeah, I was like, huge. I've been on that stage. See, many right, times. I've right, been on that right. stage playing many times, and here's a, a band that I'm like I'm loving, and yes, they're on that stage yeah. and they're killing it. It was so good. That's yeah. amazing. It was, and I haven't been to a show in a long time either. Yeah, like one that I'm not playing. So you mentioned you've been you've been on the same stage. What? So you're you're an entertainer, then, yes? Yes. What do you do? I'm a drummer. But okay. I'm a creative individual. Okay. You know, I'm I'm a creative soul in a way that like. I'm into a lot of different stuff. So I, sure. I play guitar too. You know, I like to produce. I like to write lyrics. I've always liked poetry. I eventually want to write a book. Sure. Um, like, I think I have all these things to say. You know what I mean? It's okay. Like I feel like I have this whole... I feel like I have something that I need to give in some form or fashion. Okay. I haven't I haven't achieved that yet because I feel like when I, when I achieve that, I'll be like, okay, I can rest. So and I want to get I want to get back to that. I want to get back to that the idea that you feel like you haven't accomplished uh, the concept of of giving back is is what is is that what I'm hearing here? Correct. Okay. So um, so music music is kind of your thing, entertainment, if yeah. you will. Um, would you say like what 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 attracted you to music? Like how has music helped you in your life? Like what what does music do for you? Uh, so I'm a Pisces. So I'm a dreamer. I live in a, this ethereal state 90% of the time where I'm functioning, I'm high functioning individual, do a lot of things. But a lot of the time, like you give me 10 minutes, I'm off in, in what it's going to be land or sure. what if this, you know what I mean? All these different things. Sure. Um, and constantly wanting to feel good. And I think the first time music ever hit me in that way I was extremely little you know okay. I was very very small child when my father was musical I come from a lot of musical people sure but he would just play certain things on a record on vinyl or whatever and that particular song or whatever it was would hit me in this weird way and make me feel different sure right sure because I think my philosophy on it people especially myself sure is that I want the effect produced whatever it is if I'm hungry, I want to fill my belly, but I want it to taste like X and I get the effect. You know what I mean? Sure. If I want to feel good, uh, I want to hear this song because this song triggers something from when I was three. Yeah. 
just vibration like and that's where music kind of came in i, think I love that, it that was I love the it. first love affair wow if you, if you wow. will yeah right. and it's been going on ever since i, I love that so you would you say that your father or your parents kind of had some sort of catalyst in that like they helped you kind of uh have this love affair absolutely so yeah my dad i'm sorry no 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 please so my dad yeah. was like my dad was like kind of like me in the way where tell me about it uh he was like check this band out not not a lot of people like this band but it's really cool hmm. you know what i mean like not, not necessarily not a lot of people like it but like okay so like my dad was rock and roll my mom was more like pop okay right okay so with my mom you got bruce springsteen which is rock and roll right but he's more on the poppy end of rock and roll as far as well yeah as far as music is concerned too right. like he definitely is in that but he's yeah. brilliant absolutely great sound yeah then you have my dad who was diehard rolling stones fan not the beatles rolling stones appreciate the beatles right but he was a rolling stones dude so he's a little more dirty in his musical choices he wanted a little more fringe <laughs> he wanted a little more like just like a angsty sounding like yeah and weird shit too like he turned me on oingo boingo and like you know so so i got this interesting part of both worlds where I got this grittiness, which turned me on to punk rock later in life. Like that's where I gravitated towards later in, you know, later in my childhood was punk rock. Sure. But then I also wanted to hear these sweet melodies and I wanted to hear like the pop sensibility in the song, which I think kind of came from my mom's side. My mom, yeah. like Elton John and, uh, fucking, uh, uh, oh, God. <laughs> she's like singers what it sounds like. Springsteen, Elton yeah, John, yeah. she's like yeah. Steely Dan, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that, yeah, that yeah. real sweet kind of smooth kind of stuff um you know that kind of thing and then my dad was also a huge fan of blues like sure bb king eric clapton uh fucking robert johnson and like all these older like blues cats and it kind of and it also shaped my love for that kind of stuff too you know Absolutely. what i mean because out of blues you get you get rock and roll, but you also get funk, you get, you know, further on down the line, you get hip hop and you get freaking gangster rap, which is my next thing, like gangster rap. <laughs> when I was fucking, you know, nine or ten. Ooh, boy. Gangster rap. I'm telling you, NWA was on the speaker. All right. You know, and then eventually uh, The Chronic, Dr. Dre's The Chronic was huge for me when I was young, you know, and freaking like. Warren G, that Warren G record, when Hell you yeah. came out with that? Absolutely. Oh my god. Some dude. good shit, man. I fucking good love shit. we love that stuff. So you're so as so your your parents introduced you to music, right? You mm -hmm. kind of created this love for music. Uh your father. I am. Um how many kids do you have? Three. Three kids. Yeah. Do they love music? They do, actually. Yeah? yeah. Tell me about that. My son, oddly enough, or not, I don't know, whatever, he's a drummer. Like, yeah, I can't tell him not to be a drummer because he just is. Holmes is on the drums and really? has been since he couldn't even walk. And yeah. uh, and I just kind of like sat him down and I put some drumsticks on the floor. And he picked him up and and when that was like I said before walking, like he had this sure. weird natural thing that he did with his wrist, and I was like, I've been trying to do that for twenty years. Right, I've been trying yeah. to feel like I know what you're doing right now for twenty years. And, and it's taken me a learn thing, and he always knew it. Wow. Now, the other day, I took him. We got him a pair of drumsticks. I got him some drums, you know, got them all set up. Kid sits down. Because now he's six. And uh, 
I was like, okay, you've been talking about doing drums your entire life. Sure. And so no, you're not gonna you're not gonna forget about it. It's not a passing thing, so I will teach you. So we started this thing and it's crazy, man, because we both love playing drums and and we bond on that. Yeah. So he's he's that way. He's into that stuff. And he likes he he does like like heavy metal though, which is weird because I don't like heavy <laughs> metal. Like he likes the most like rocking and stuff. Sure. Um, but my daughter's my youngest daughter, Olivia, she's two. She's dance. She dances. Anything. And she, she, I swear she hears music in her head. Wow. Because she'll just be walking and all of a sudden just like break out and go like this dance. Yes. And like she yes. just hears it. Yeah. And then my middle child, Sophia, she's, uh, she's so sweet, man. <laughs> Tell me about Sophia. She's so sweet. Why is Sophia sweet? I don't know. She's, I love all my kids. I okay. love them all. Sure. We all, we have these different relationships and she just stole my heart like okay that is the most purest form of love that i know tell me about that is my relationship between uh, myself and her so i that's a fantastic question and and what i'm curious about you know i'd love to hear you say that that's hearing you say that but i'm cur- curious about is you love your children right and i think it's it's pretty clear we'll talk a little bit more about that mm-hmm. about what that's like to be a, a father and a single dad right mm-hmm. ever may yeah. but how do you tell me tell me a time that you knew Sophia loved you like when when did you ever feel that moment tell me about that or how, how do you is there a moment that exists where you knew that your daughter loved you admired you and just so there's two two different things and I've seen it two different ways tell me the first way was when she was nonverbal when she was really tiny and um she had this she had this issue with it was this, it was a medical issue it was bothering her and it was painful and she would have these fits of like screaming you know and she was young man she was less than a year she'd have these fits of screaming and at the time I worked in the restaurant industry so I was working at night and I came home one night and my wife at the time was up with her okay and she wouldn't stop screaming you know and uh, and my wife was like you gotta do something. You know, so I grab her. Mind you, I had one, I have my son, but my son didn't suffer anything like this. So I'd never been through this before. I didn't know what to do to comfort her or how I could or sure. any of that stuff. So, but instinctually, I just kind of did a few things. You know, I rocked her, I held her, laid her on my chest. She stopped screaming, and then from that point forward, it was like she developed a trust, like that I was gonna try to soothe her in some form wow. or fashion. And so I was like the only one who could get that to work. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. That's beautiful. It was really nuts. The second way was, I think it was about a year ago. She's four now. So when she was about three, she looked at me in a certain way. uh, And it was like, I knew she trusted me. Okay. And it wasn't about, I don't don't remember the complete situation, but I, I think it had something to do with food, which whatever. Anybody could look at this and think of it as a non- you know, not a big deal, but I was just trying to tell her like something was good. It was tasty and she should try it out. You know what I mean? And so she did. It went well. (laughs) She she looked at me and she, and it just, the look in her eye was like, I love you. I trust you forever. Like I will never not judge what you said. Like in that moment, like, wow. 
of course they're kids. They're going to fucking push back all the time. You know what I mean? I get a lot of pushback with different things. But you but, guys had that moment. But we had this bond, yeah, where yeah. she was like, I, I trust you. What does that feel like? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe that. Okay. I can tell you how I feel right now talking about her. How do you feel? I'm like completely illuminated from the inside out. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, I can feel it. The energy is, yeah, is, is it's, it's, it's loud. Yeah. Like we, with, I love all, like I said, I love all my kids, but there's this really interesting bond that myself and Sophia have. My son, I feel like sometimes he looks at me and he's like, make sure I trust you, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he, you know, it's kind of like, like me when I'm driving and I'm yeah. like, GPS is like, go right. And I know I can go left. I'm like, yeah. no, fuck you. I ain't going right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah for sure. Uh, you know, so there's that. And plus we're, we're, we're boys, you know, yeah. but we did have this thing the other day, Sunday, we had this, uh, drum lesson day. His, his sisters went with their mom to, uh, gymnastics or whatever. And, and me and him had a day and it, or Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> today's Sunday. <laughs> uh, yes, it anyway, is. Yes. Today is Sunday. <laughs> see, you got me all lost in the moment. I told no. you I'm a Pisces. I'm you're like, good. You're day. good. You're um, good. Speak your truth. But so, oh, dude, oh, so check this out. So took him to Guitar Center. Yeah. And I've always gone to Guitar Center. And he's never gone with me for whatever reason. Or maybe he was too little, I don't know. But he didn't remember. Yeah. We walked in that place and the wall of guitars, and he just lost it. He was like, wah! Like, yeah, he just, yeah. He was like, Dad, look at all this stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, yeah. Like, I knew it was there. You yeah, know? yeah. To him, he was like, this is like Disney. Like, he said, I want to play that guitar. I'm like, cool. So we pulled off the wall and got to touch it. Yeah, yeah. You know, to and I remember the time that I went to Guitar Center for the first time with my dad, and I was like, I can touch this shit. And yeah, like, yeah. You any guitar you want to touch? Boom, it's your. You know, like yeah. for that ten minutes, it's yours. Yeah, like the world of possibilities as a young musician, yeah. like yeah. somebody who's in love with music at that time and the mystery that's involved. Yeah, and the relationship you have. Because and, of that music, yeah. the relationship with your father because of music, and the relationship yeah. with your son. Man, I idolized my dad too. Like that motherfucker, I loved him, man. Yeah, I loved him so hard, and like he was. How did you know your so dad? Uh, how did you know your dad loved you? When was the moment that you knew your dad loved you? I don't think I don't. I don't know how to pinpoint that. I just always knew. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I don't know. Tell me if about it was that. a particular moment, but oh, you know what? Tell me. I'll tell you, it's a hindsight moment, and I didn't understand it, in fact, until I think I had kids, but I understood kind of the realm of it. I was f 14 years old, was freshman in high school, you know, and uh, <laughs> we all went out. I went out with a bunch of people. We had to play a show or something like that, and then I was supposed to be home at like a certain time. And we had a little bit of time after the show, so we all went to Denny's. Everybody's grubbing out. Everybody's there, you know, having a good time. I'm cutting it close, but I'm like, I'll be fine. I'm getting home. Get in the car. The car breaks down. Okay. I don't call my parents because I'm already late, freaking out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't say anything. Anyways, I don't get home until, like, 2 in the morning. I'm supposed to be home at 11. Yeah. You know? I wasn't doing anything wrong, per se. I was. I missed my curfew, but I wasn't sure. doing anything wrong. We were sure. just hanging out. Like, sure. And, uh. But, dude, my dad was asleep, sitting straight up on the couch. He was knocked out, right? And I came in the back door with my key, saw he was knocked out. 
My mom comes around the corner. She goes, you're fucked. And I was like, what? She's like, your dad is so pissed. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, nothing happened. I explained it. I went to bed and woke up the next day. This guy didn't talk to me for three days. Really? He was so fucking mad. But he was mad because he was worried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My mom was like the, the disciplinarian type, like she was bank. You know, yeah. my, but my dad, <laughs> if he stopped talking to you, you knew you were fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He just, he would go in instead of out, you know? Yeah. And so. How did that feel? Oh, that was so scary. Yeah. So it was so weird and so crazy and so scary that, but I, I think now, now being a man with children and stuff like that, or anybody who loves somebody in that, that to, to that degree, sure. If they don't show up and no call, like knowing what the world is like, yeah. Damn, that's a scary moment. You know? Yeah. Like if your husband all of a sudden just, you know, was gone for like five hours didn't show up till two in the morning he was supposed to be there at 10 30 you would freak the fuck out you yeah. know what i mean that's like, some tough shit like thank god you're okay you know so i mean in that moment like i now i know what that feels like like that's that's pretty pretty big love you know so you are a single father mm -hmm. yeah yeah um what is that like actually I'd like to rephrase that. Tell me. Because I I always talk shit about people who say that they're single moms because it's like, if you have a willing participant involved, even though you're not together, you are a, uh, you know, you, you're not a single parent, really. You're a parent. You, you're a parent. You have two people that are helping to raise the kid. Yeah. You just are not together. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's not a she's not like a deadbeat or anything like that. She's in their lives. She gets as much time with them as I do. And we co-parent together and we agree yeah. on a lot of things. We just don't necessarily agree with being with each other. Were you in love with her? I was. Yeah. I think I loved her the most at that time, more than anybody I'd ever loved. On a on a loving, like a on a relationship level. How long were you guys together? We were together a total of seven years, married for five. And all three children or yeah. yeah. All three kids are from us together. Yeah. So are you guys divorced? Are you guys separated? What's your fully divorced? Fully um leading separate lives. Yeah. You know. What is that um was there a time that you were that, that you two were falling in love? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. How did you know that she loved you? <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think, I think what happened was, um, she asked me to move in, you know, cause at the time I was lit, like I didn't have a place where she could move into. I was living with other dudes and, uh, spending most of my time over there. Anyway, she's like, "Why don't you move in?" And it was fast. It's like within thirty days, you know. Just fast. That's a long. That's a short, fast. short time. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fast. But I was like, I was like, yeah, you know. But then, then I fucking like waited. I waited like another thirty days, and then I moved in. 
you know, but I knew I wanted to. Yeah. I knew I wanted to. I just definitely, at that particular time too, I had gone through a lot of things and I had been in a long-term relationship yeah. of like 10 years. Wow. A long time. Most of my twenties. In fact, it was all of my twenties almost. Yeah. Uh, and I had lived with her, we had, you know, so I was kind of like, it's kind of like recovering. And then at the same time, also like enjoying my single manhood, even sure. though I wanted this relationship, you know, but I wanted to still kind of be around the dudes and, you know, that kind of thing. But, but, but yeah, that, I think that was the moment when she, when she asked me to move in. I think that's when I knew that it was like a love thing. When did you know that it was over? I know the exact day I knew it was over, actually. It was, it was a Sunday afternoon and we had, we had just moved into this new place a couple months before. It was like a house, kids, had a yard, all these things. And uh, I was in the kitchen and it was the afternoon, so all morning long, like we just had, like from the time we woke up, we just got into that same groove again in that day where it was like, I knew she couldn't really stand me. I couldn't really stand her. You know what I mean? Like we would tiptoe around things, but always just kind of like, always like jabs, 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 you know, verbally or whatever, like all day long. But then there was this particular moment where I was like, I was saying something to her. And she didn't respond. And I said it again. I said it like two or three times, just like as a conversational thing. Like we're in the same room. Like I was in the kitchen. She was in the living room, but it was joined type thing. Trying to have a conversation with her, but she was so involved in the television show that was on or whatever. And like, I just felt like in that moment, like I realized like at that time, we had been doing this for a while where... I didn't exist and she didn't really exist and we were kind of trying to exist, but it wasn't working and we really didn't want to. And I could feel that neither one of us really wanted to, you know? So it was, uh, I don't know. It was just like, a, it was a moment where I was like, this is, he's dead. You know, if you could do anything differently or if you could give one takeaway, like what's, where are you now? Who are you now? It's a very hard question because there's a part of me that says I would give up a lot of stuff and go back to the, if I could go back to that me then and say, just work a little bit harder, dude, because you guys had three kids, essentially two years apart. You haven't worked on the relationship. You were young. You were, she was pregnant with Jackson when we got married. Wow. It's not the reason we got married, right. but we didn't ever have newlywed stuff. We didn't ever have time with her and me. Like really, we went from like dating and then we got married and we had kid, kid, kid. And that's a strenuous thing. You know, you're trying to do all these things and she was going to school, I was going to school. We're, you know, we just, we're busy. We just didn't really focus on the relationship because at the end of the day, you have to put time into that too. Like the like I said, I said the other night, the grass is, uh, it's only green where you water it. It's going to be as green as you make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can look over the fence of my neighbor's yard, but that's not my fucking yard. You understand? <laughs> like, 
I'm only responsible for what's in my yard. Like, so now I would, there are a lot of days where I would say, man, I wish I could go back and nurture that relationship better than I did then. And that, folks, is a love show. All right. Once again, I'm Special K. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We had Ryan on the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out. This is a great interview, my friend. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. This episode of The Love Show was brought to you by the Project Division of YBS Pros. For more information on this episode and for all things entertainment, visit ybspros.com. And remember, YBS, go with the best. ybspros.com.